Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my Smart Parents Successful Students podcast. And I am here today with another, actually a dual guest, a husband-wife team, Sarah and Rob Gardner. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Thank you. We're happy to be here. We're excited. Well, I know you guys have a, a great company called Juvie, and Rob, you're the CEO. Sarah's the director of marketing, and we're going to get into what you guys all do. Um, but first, I want to introduce y'all to the audience. Uh, Rob is the founder and CEO of Juvie, a global leader in premium juvenile toy and sporting goods products for babies through young children that has grown by listening to parents. And Rob is married to Sarah, who is the director of marketing at Juvie. And together they are raising three children to be good humans by sharing their love for the outdoors with them, as well as their message to be good. How old are your children? They are 18, 16, and 13. Ah, and I know during uh, this COVID time, we're gonna talk about the outdoors. I'm sure this was very important, right? And became very popular. It, it was, you know, we've been taking our kids outside from the very beginning. I think we took Eva on her first Lake Powell trip when she was about six months old. Yeah, that'd be accurate. Yeah. So well, I was going to ask you about she's 18. Your, oh, wow. I was going to ask you to tell the audience about your journey to what got you to where you are today and having your company. Well, I, you know, I grew up in the toy industry my dad was in toys initially children's books and then with whammo frisbees and hula hoops and was sure i was going to go into the toy business and somehow moved down to texas and got into sales but i ended up selling juvenile products baby products because it was kind of the sister industry to the toy industry and then uh met the guys that started the baby on board sign and you know, 1988, Oh wow! Uh, you know, I guess I'm going to age myself now. And, <laughs> and that company was named Safety First, met the owners at a trade show. I was a young sales guy and uh, they invited me to come up to Boston and offered me a job up there. And as the national sales manager of this Safety First company, and I took that job. And then Sarah, I interviewed her for a sales position at that company in Chestnut Hill, Mass. So that's how we met. And then, uh, you know, I told my boss after that interview that he said, what'd you think? And I said, I think I'm going to marry her. So, <laughs> so, it didn't happen right away, several years later. <laughs> right. But uh, we, uh, we were in the baby products industry. And then I actually got fired in 2004. And, you know, that created an opportunity for us to start our own company. 
And that's that's what we did back then. And that's how Juvie was so-called born, you know, after 20 years in the industry, uh, we were a startup. So, uh, and then it was really 2016 uh, that we, uh, I think it was 2014 that I bought the Sprinter van mm -hmm. and told Sarah, here's your daily driver. And she said, what am I going to do with this giant van? And I said, we're going to take road trips in it. So, <laughs> but that, that first big road trip was 2016 uh, in, in 2015 Sarah gave me a binder under the Christmas tree and it was a, a whole road trip pre-planned through Yellowstone and yeah. all the way to uh, Mount Rushmore in South Dakota and so we did that road trip and that was the centennial of the national parks mm -hmm. and so as we went to all these parks we said how can we get involved and so we'll talk about how we got involved a little later but that's that's our little quick story of how we met in, in Chestnut Hill, Mass, uh, in a job interview, and then ended up working <laughs> together. And now we have kids and a business and a lot of in between. But uh, we really wanted to to tie up and and you know work with some important you know causes, and that's that's what really led us to the National Park Foundation. I'll let Sarah touch on it a little bit uh, why it was important to her. Yeah. No. Um... I think it all started with a sprinter, but we've been uh, we've been taking our kids outside, like I said, for a number of years since our oldest, who's now 18, was you know six months old. It was just important for us to get outside as a family and um, kind of reset, step away from the TV, step away from the phones. And in 2016, we did this first national park trip and really fell in love with these parks and really just wanted to use you know our company our juvenile products company to kind of share this message and encourage other families with young children to get outside and really the importance of it um, as a family spending time together and then also you know mental health for moms and dads and for kids uh, how important it is to get outside mm -hmm. especially nowadays yes mental health I was just talking about that in another podcast uh, I'm actually doing mindfulness tips right now through my blogs that I'm releasing once a week and Yes, uh, teachers are having to teach mental health now or help with mental health, and they're really not trained to do that. So outdoors is, I think, one of the best ways to do that. <laughs> and yeah. going to national parks, I, I'm dying to go to Yellowstone. That's on my bucket list. So <laughs> that's it's awesome. really fantastic. So yeah. I can't wait place. to go. <laughs> so why is it so important to take your children outside now that we're talking about that? Okay, well, it's, it, again, like I said a few minutes ago, it's just, it's that feeling when you step out the front door and you just relax, you know, you feel that sun shining on you, you hear the birds singing, you can even walk around the block or sit on a, a chair in your backyard, it's just being outside and connecting with nature, it really just kind of sets your, your mm. mind at ease. And yeah. I think from, it's important to learn that from a, a young age. I think well, it's uh, a lot of the kids, I, I don't know that they realize that they need that. So I think that's where parents have to kind of step in and help realize that. Like for me, I have to get outside frequently. My husband, not, not as much, but I even have to, like we were in Greenville this weekend and I love the falls and that whole ambiance there. It's beautiful um, with the falls and the bridge and 
just yes. it's very charming and you feel like you're you're hiking but you're really not hiking it's in downtown greenville <laughs> i've never been there cool. oh my gosh y'all need to go there <laughs> it's, and, yep it's one of the top cities for destinations now oh wow <laughs> Well, they say that it's the fresh air, it's the getting outside, it's the, the natural sounds and everything. But for us also, when it came to the National Park Foundation, it was about our history and our heritage and really about accepting all people from everywhere. And so we kind of blend the two of get outdoors. You know, you're going to see something you didn't realize you've ever seen. You're going to do something unique. You know, mm -hmm. we we were at uh, Grand Teton National Park this last summer, and the number of veterans that I met that were wearing their Navy hat or some hat, and, and just to stop and thank them for their service, and to do that outdoors in a natural setting, it's amazing how friendly and open people become and how they'll chat with you for a while. So it, it really brings your family back to important roots of people and manners and caring and looking somebody in the eye and it gives you all those opportunities to do that while you're in a beautiful setting and I think that that setting to Sarah's point has a lot to do with you just kind of relax and mm -hmm. it, it gives you a chance to get out of the rat race so to speak and mm -hmm. I mean, well, lately I find now that I'm talking to the driver in front of me like what the heck are you doing? And <laughs> you know I mean? I'm like, how could you have this much time to drive this slowly in front of me? But uh, so when you're actually outdoors, you don't have that tension, I don't think. And so no. that, that's a big part of it. And when you have kids, you kind of shelter, you, you kind of are a little bit afraid, I think, because it's such a new thing. And the, the real push now is to take your kids from the get-go, you know, camping, take them outdoors, you know, they can do it. They're, they're tougher than you think, and it's going to create this love for the outdoors. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, when my dad started taking me camping uh, when I was seven or eight, and we still go back to that same spot that he took us, and we bring our kids, and, you know, hopefully I'll bring my can grandkids one day. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Did you know that writing is a huge component of science, history, language arts, and so many other subjects in school? If your child struggles with writing, they will most likely struggle across the board in school. It doesn't have to be this way. Writing can be taught and almost all kids need a refresher. At Dynamis Learning Academy, we have a three-day online creative writing workshop that is fun and exciting for kids, but also gives them the strategies they need to improve their writing everywhere across the board, and especially in school. They even leave the class with a completed writing product. To learn more, reach out to us at 770-282-9931. Thank you. Um, Y'all are in Dallas, correct? Is that? We're actually in California today. You are in California. Today. Yeah. You're in California. I, I know we might have been in Dallas the last time. The only bad thing about being outdoors, which I love the outdoors. I mean, I agree with you there in that. Um, gosh, I, I just see that as my downtime to get away from social media, to get away from the computer, <laughs> to get away from Zooms. Um, and I know here the pollen was so high last week. It was great that it rained yesterday because it washed it away. But I just use my mask now <laughs> to go <That's> outside. 
Um, no. So there's ways to get around that, parents. Um, so tell us, uh, I know we talked a little bit about family time and how important that is. How, how have y'all managed to keep that up at the top of the list as your children grow up? Do they, did they ever resist it? Did you have any of them that didn't like it at all? <laughs> well, we, we took our family and lived in China for one school year in 2018 and, and they resisted that. I mean, once we got there, it was like, holy crap, we're here. Um, <laughs> you know, not, it's not too late, though. We were there. So well, I've been to China. Um, you know, <laughs> we go, we've been through the phase with each of our children where they, whatever we make for dinner, they don't want, whatever we're planning, they don't want to do, and, and some of that. And we've learned to just kind of plow through it, you know, selective hearing, I guess, or whatever. But we we force the issue, I guess, a little bit on the outside and the, the trips and the planning and stuff that we do. Um, you know, a, a trip that comes to mind is we went up to see the Southern Sea Otters, which is one of our animals, endangered animals. And it was like pulling teeth, getting the kids up at 5 a.m. that morning. It was going to be, what, a seven, eight, eight hour drive up <laughs> to uh, Moss Landing. And then, you know, it was this and that, and they were grouchy and mean a little bit in the morning. But when we pulled into Moss Landing and went, holy cow, look at there. There's an otter right there. I mean, it made all that other stuff went out the window, didn't right it? Right out the window. And it just, that's going to be a trip that it's a memory for all of us for the rest of our lives. And so we'll always be able to refer to the sea otter trip because they were so cool and we had never paid attention previously to, to them or seen one in, in, in real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said is right. You know, we, we've kind of forced the issue um, as the kids have gotten older, as I plan these trips, I try to incorporate something that they'll be excited for, that they'll like, that they'll look forward to. But a lot of the times, you know, we do road trips almost every summer. Um, a lot of the time, it's the memories that maybe aren't as good in the moment, like, a, you know, something bad that happens or does it work out like you thought it was going to work out. Those are the things they talk about for years to come, as well mm -hmm. as the good things. But there's so many memories that are created. And for us, you know, we've got the three kids, they bond, they get mad at us. Sometimes they bond <laughs> together. So it's, it's, it's just, it's a good experience on, on many levels. And it doesn't have to be a giant road trip with the national parks. There are over 400 parks and there's most likely a park within an hour driving distance from where most people live. Mm -hmm. If so not national, be, definitely state parks. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't need to be a big, expensive excursion. Right. I was in Las Vegas for the weekend with our, our middle daughter, Meg, who was playing volleyball. And we were at Mandalay Bay, and the, the tournament was in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. And I think it was, we got there Friday afternoon. And Sunday morning, we went out and sat in the sun for a minute. And it was behind all those tinted windows and everything. It was like, coming like, how good does this sun feel right now? And it's those little things that just are amazing sometimes if you're if you're open and receptive to the feel good of just sitting in the sun for five minutes. It really, there's a connection to it. And for us, you know, the road trips are just a great time to bond with our family. And if you ask anybody, you know, six months in advance, they all want to go. Three months, then probably not everybody wants to go. A week before, they're sure that none of them want to go. And, <laughs> and then we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> and so, you know, the, 
we have had to give in to driving faster on the way home that last day because they, they are ready they are ready to get home <laughs> well there are a lot of benefits i'm glad you brought up the sun there's a lot of benefits to being around the sun as long as you have sunscreen a hat on or whatever but vitamin d definitely it's better well, than being inside all the time i say that to my husband too <laughs> have, you, have you ever traveled the western u.s you're from atlanta have i've you been, been you'd be surprised i've been to a lot of places i've gone all up and down the pacific coast highway from gosh i'd say i haven't been all the way up to napa i've been to sacramento all the way down through san francisco all the way down to st louis well st louis best well, down to la san diego into tijuana <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's a good that's, trip. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. Not all I want, so. <laughs> yeah, we did a when we were first married that drive. You know, almost very similar to to what you just described. And Sarah, being from the East Coast, it was pretty amazing trip to see just the differences in the scenery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so so true. But now, what part are you from, uh, Sarah? I'm. I grew up in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Now, have you guys been to the Carolinas? Or I, I've been to the Carolinas. Have you? I don't know. I'm a golfer. And that's like <laughs> golf heaven there. And no, I've never been. I'm afraid I'll like it the too much. So it's one of the areas that I've never so been. Beautiful. The beaches are so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And even, I mean, all the hikings and the highlands. And I mean, it, it's amazing. You'd be surprised how, like even Greenville, I was impressed. <laughs> Y'all got to come out this way sometime. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the and new the North spot. Georgia mountains, the North Georgia mountains. There's a lot of trails and okay. mountains. Yeah, we'll, so we'll have to make. We haven't done the South. We'll have to make that. Yeah, that have to, yeah. let me know when y'all come out this way. Um, so, so as your children get older, busy in sports and other activities, this is a typical thing for parents. I mean, gosh, they're so busy with their children's activities. <laughs> How do you then continue to make that time for family in the outdoors? How can parent what like what tips can you give them to continue that as they get into their teens and they. Yeah, like you were saying, they don't really want to do it as much. They'd rather be with their friends or on devices or sports, typically. <laughs> yeah, my my thing would be to go back to the old-fashioned calendar and, and just plan stuff. And you've got to put it out there because anymore in a lot of these parks, you have to get a reservation just to park your car. And so mm -hmm. it's it's something that can be, you know. They're fun trips. They're interesting. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of all those things we mentioned that that come along with it. So, uh, you know, I I, I just uh, I think it's super important that uh, that you get the kids out there and that you you know make a big deal out of these trips. I mean, the the book that Sarah put together, we stayed at all the best lodges. All of this stuff had to be done in a year in advance, basically, mm -hmm. to really mm -hmm. get. And even the reservations at the decent restaurants in the parks all has to be planned. I knew where we were eating, but the nice thing about planning it so far in advance, it's several of them you had to pay for in advance or half of a deposit. <laughs> so it also helped us financially, but the, instead of having this one no, big burden, it kind of split the trip out. up. Yeah, which was mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, I've been to, uh, I've been to Yosemite, but way before all of this, I think COVID, if anything, has probably caused more of an urgency to be outside. So you're right. I think you have to book in advance. We we're just in Maui a year ago and it was chaotic. I mean, you were seeing the the news articles about that and trying to go up to the to the mountain and all that. Haleakala. Yes, yeah. to see the sunrise and the sunset. You had to you had to book that in advance because you had to pay for the parking. 
right. you weren't going to be able right. to get. <laughs> That's true. You, you said that. So, um, um, so how can uh, parents and people listening to this show uh, reach out to you all and, you know, how, how would they get in touch with you? Well, they can reach us. Um, they can check out our website, juvie.com. And we've got our national park collection uh, listed there that shows all of the endangered animals that we're supporting in the parks that they live in. And also we're very active on Instagram, just at mm-hmm. juvie. It's a great place to find us as well. Yeah, that's okay. J-O-O-V-Y.com. Yes. Yes, at Juvie, J-O-O-V-Y. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate you all both coming on today and uh, speaking to our parents about national parks and being outside. This is awesome. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you again. And folks, we will see you again on the the next show next week. Bye for now. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents, successful students podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.